0: All right, welcome to this edition of... Play the Music. I'm Jeff Sloan. We've got Rich Sloan on as well. We're going to bring on Mick Bregge in a second. Rich, hey, how are you, man? Doing great.
1: I'm looking forward to a great podcast
0: today. You know, we're closing out the year with this Play the Music episode and you know what's really interesting? It's, you know, the end of the year is always a chance to to pause, take a look at where you are, where you've come from. Man, what a cool year it's been for Fan Label, huh? I
1: would say so, and many new artists are on the scene and dominating as you'll read in your Fan Label newsletter this week, and it is been a year where it's been just really extraordinary seeing what's happening in the industry and just how dominating streaming has become as the driver of what's happening in the industry. With magic-making platforms like TikToks and so on out there that are driving virality and driving artists yeah. into the forefront, that even the best in the A and R world on the, at these record labels could never have predicted. So it's really a dynamic time and an exciting time to be building your fantasy label on Fan Label.
0: Absolutely, and for us personally, you know, having a vision for Fan Label, seeing it really come to life now across 2019, being poised now for an exciting year of growth with lots of new features coming out. I know Mick's going to inform us later about some of the new stuff coming out, but we're teed up for a really exciting year ahead, and God, what a gratifying year. You know, music experiences now. There's lots of technology, lots of new platforms, lots of ways to experience music in new ways, lots of ways to engage more deeply. And fan labels offering that kind of thing to our audience in the sense of being able to form a fantasy record label of your own, show the world, you know, music by picking the artists that you think are going to perform the best and winning great prizes, getting those virtual royalties, rising up the leaderboard, buying cool stuff in the marketplace. We're excited. We really are. And uh, lots of cool features coming out. And I know Mick's going to get to that in a second. But Rich,
2: with no further ado, let's get Mick in here. What's Uh, going on, guys? Hey, how you doing? And also, will this be the last podcast of 2019? Of the year. Of the year. My gosh, You, you that's better crazy. deliver
1: the package.
0: Yeah, I, like, I know, I know. That's exactly
2: right. It. You better say something prophetic, Nick. So, yeah, you know what? Instead of that, let me say something, the least <laughs> prophetic thing I could say. What <laughs> are our uh, resolutions for fan label going into 2020? Leagues, what, leagues, leagues, leagues. 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 I, I like want to get into a league and kick my friend's butts. Yes. I want to, you know what? It'll be really easy to kick your butt in a league judging by your past <laughs> history. Well, I think that's songs. really
0: cool. I think for me, you know, uh, seeing people really get cool stuff out of the marketplace, that's yeah. going to be thrilling. Cause that yeah. gives them lots of reason to play, play play often rack up those royalties, rise on the leaderboard, you know, and then buy cool stuff that you'd otherwise pay cash for. That's important. And I think uh, one more thing, artist engagement. We want to see artists start to embrace the platform. We're seeing it. We've actually been asked by a few. We're holding back on that. But in 2020, we want to see really cool new artists emerging and being broken on fan label. And then, uh, you know, bigger name artists really using it as a way to get the word out sure. engage their fans
2: yeah you know two things two things on my end too as well jumping off of the artist engagement i would love to see you know i'm picking this artist I'm engaging with them. I want to see them interacting with me as a player as well. I've been signing them to my label every single week. I want that's hot. You know any artist that I'm most crazy about to come back and be like, hey, thanks for, for being the fan and picking the songs and and signing me to your label. That's what that's what I'm interested in. So listen,
0: Rich, you know what I'm most thrilled about? We just went on the record with Mick Bregge. We put our wish list together, and he's sh- he's nodding his head, yes <laughs> yeah, to I'm all like, yeah, of sure. it. Sure, I can so, do it. I, I, Mick's so. gonna be busy <laughs> and customization. Make it so, too. Man. <laughs> <All> <laughs> just right. throw it in there, make right it a we're excited okay you, uh you've got your work cut out for you okay, it's gonna be an exciting year all yeah. right great guys listen you guys have an interview to do yes. uh, with a really exciting emerging artist. This show is going to be largely themed around hip-hop and rap. I know our contest this week, the Fan Label 5, will be that. Rich, you ready?
1: Yeah, I'm ready. We're, we'll let you go listen to your John Denver music while we cover <laughs> hip-hop and rap. <laughs> hey, um, all right. So
0: we'll take it from here, man. I'm into it. I'm going to let you guys, I'm going to let you take it from here, guys, do your interview. And then I'll be back for the song picking just in time to uh, you know, get out in front of my brother one more time, yeah. another time. All
2: right, take it away, guys. So, we've been talking about what's happening in the hip hop scene here and what's new and what's next. So, we're going to take it over to Ronaldo Powell, who they call RIP, who's a Detroit based artist who's been breaking into the scene and has a lot of new stuff to share. So, Ronaldo, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us on Play the Music today.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I'm blessed. Feels good.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We're really excited about having you on today because there is so much to talk about, especially you just released a new track earlier this month and we're really, really digging Just Venting, which was just released. I just listened to it this morning oddly enough, and it is super solid and there's a lot to unpack out of it. So I definitely want to talk about that first. But I really want to know, and I know you've talked about this before, but first and foremost, can you talk about R.I.P., how you got your name?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of times people think R.I.P. is like my initials, like my middle name's Isaiah or something. But fun fact, I don't have a middle name at all. So so that's not it. But um, no, it's really just a reminder that any day can be your last. And I think a lot of people, they don't like to think about death. They think it's scary. They think it's something to be afraid of. But it's literally something that everybody is going to experience. So why not just come to terms with it and realize that you have a certain amount of time to accomplish everything you want to do in life. So just I just keep that front and center in my mind.
1: Carpe diem, as they say, right? Seize the day. Exactly. Um, love it. and and is the is the you know mixed question about r.i.p as your name and really kind of as a brand that has meaning does that flow through to your songs to your music as well
3: oh absolutely all of my music you'll hear me pretty much pushing people to do what they want to do in life or talking about how i made a jump to do what i want to do in life and um a lot of times people get stuck in the rat race where it's like oh i gotta have a job and then i just have to work until I can retire. And then once I retire, I'll try to live at that point. And I just feel like that's the wrong way to do it because tomorrow's not promised. So why put all your fun stuff off until tomorrow?
1: And Mick, you know, what I love about what we're hearing from RIP or Ronaldo is this idea of just going after your dreams. I mean, Ronaldo, you're living it. You're, You're doing what your message is, which is beautiful. You know, people might say, God, it'd be incredible to be a hip hop artist and and to live that dream and so on. But it's tough living a dream. You got to work at it, right? You got to hustle.
3: Oh, yeah. It's really tough, especially in today's age, just because everybody in their grandma raps nowadays or sings or they're pushing something online. So there's a lot of clutter.
1: How are you, and this is the kind of stuff that we like to monitor at Fan Label because our players who are building their fantasy record labels are always looking for what certain artists are doing and what, not only their product, but how they get that Mm -hmm. product in front of the listeners and ramp up those coveted streams on, Mm -hmm. you know, the Apple Music or Spotify or wherever it may be. So how do you break out of that noise, man? Do you have a strategy to make that happen?
3: Uh, I I have a strategy. I am still learning. It's a lot to learn. So I don't feel like I've, I've figured it out. But one thing that is helping a lot is just being more interactive on social media. Um, mm-hmm. Going to similar artists in, in the same city or maybe the same genre of music and actually listening to their stuff, giving them feedback or, you know, telling them what you think about it. And you don't even have to ask people to listen to your music at that point. They automatically... Yeah do it back. Right. So you kind of pay it forward. And um, yeah, it's what, about, what,
1: about, the, the what about the strategy of doing collabs with those artists where, you know, their fan bases mm-hmm. now become your fan bases. Their social exactly. graph yep. becomes your social graph.
3: Exactly. Yep. And that's what I was going to say next. Um, I actually just got a message from a guy earlier today who listened to Just Minting. And now we're going to do a, a collab and we don't have any mutual friends. So it's going to be all that's new great. people. Um, On both sides, what I'm noticing, too,
2: is what you have in your message is a lot of is really, really different than what you're getting from a lot of different hip hop artists and kind of what we were talking about earlier with the the parallels between, you know, living and dying is creating the music that you want to hear. And I think, you know, just venting, it's resonating with people and it resonates with me. I think there's an urgency in a lot of your music and it's definitely like this driving urgency and like this anxiousness to to walk between, you know, whether it's like light and dark sides of doing what you're doing right. or, or being anxious and career focused and getting something to hit and work. You know, one thing that occurs to me, it's funny, but history has a
1: tendency to repeat itself. Uh, mm-hmm. And as I'm listening to this music, you know, I, I grew up in, a, in an earlier generation than you Uh, Both of you guys on this uh, podcast and, you know, the singer songwriter era um, when I was a little kid in the 70s did such amazing storytelling. And then, you know, I think really country music kind of inherited that space. But Mm -hmm. when I listen to hip hop now and when I listen to your lyrics, I am hearing some serious storytelling like real, real life stuff, the stuff that's on the street. And in reality, I think it's a
2: very powerful medium in general hip hop right now. I think that's where the storytelling is happening. Yeah. And Ronaldo, in your storytelling, where do you think these kind of underlying messages of your, your, this drive, where does it come from? And with this pressure to move and move fast, because I mean, you're hearing it in these tracks and not everybody has that same sort of drive. Sometimes it isn't so story focused.
3: Yeah, absolutely. It's mostly coming from just where I came from. So um, first few years of my life, we were in Detroit, um, super, super poor. And um, after that, I ended up being adopted out to Wayne, still to a family that didn't have much. And you just see a lot of people struggling. And I was always thinking like, there has to be a way out of this. Like there's, it's been going on for generation after generation. There has to be some sort of change. So literally since I was a kid. I've been thinking, like, what can I do to help not only myself, but my family and and the city as a whole. So, I just never stopped thinking, and I, and because of that, I just never stopped working. That's so
1: cool, man. I love you, man. I <laughs> oh, love you too. <laughs> yeah, that was beautiful. I love that fight and that um, you know that's just that's it's, looking like the American story of like digging your way out and taking your life yeah. and your livelihood to the next level in that struggle coming to life in your art form is just very cool.
3: Yeah, absolutely. It's, And I think that's like the main thing that I want to do. I want to show people that, yeah, I came from this and, you know, I'm going to reach some, some great heights. But even if you're not, you know, super famous or super rich or, or whatever, you might be setting it up to inspire the next guy to do that or inspire your son and your daughter to to chase their dreams. So even if I don't make it to the heights I want to make it to, I know that my legacy is going to inspire somebody else to do it. Right. So
2: cool. And you you have the saying on your website and and you say it a lot of as long as you have breath, you have opportunity. And I think this is something that Mm -hmm. when I was talking, talking a little bit earlier about your music, it seems like this has been like the undercurrent of what you do. Has this evolved or changed now that you're in, in it, you're making music, you're really grinding to produce these tracks? Is it still maintained true to you? that you have this opportunity and you're going for it.
3: Absolutely. And it's actually solidified it even more because I I see that so many different people, they just give up. It's kind of like the, I don't know if you saw that picture where it's two guys digging for a diamond and then one guy turns around right before he has like one foot to go. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's how life is. Like my whole life, I've been just getting beat up and beat up and beat up by light. But I feel like that next step could be that one where I reach that diamond. So even if, um, you know, even if it's not, though, like I said, um, the opportunity is there. You always have a chance to make it. And the only time you won't make it is if you don't put that shot in the air.
2: Yeah. And it does resonate the the life or death attitude of you making it your art. So that's a that's a great thing
3: to live mm-hmm. by, too. I really like that quote. Absolutely, yeah. It's I put it on my wall in my room. It's it's literally like if I if I had one sentence to sum up how I think, that's literally how I think. And sometimes it gets extreme where people are like, "Man, that's impossible," and I'm like, "No, it's not." And it might actually be, but right. <laughs> to me, nothing's impossible as long as I'm living.
2: So, how has this year changed for you? Has this been your pinnacle year? Would you say, and in moving into into music and in keeping that in the back of your mind, of remembering that you know you have you, kind of it's it's almost like there's a trap of thinking that you have something to lose, and so now you're giving it all you've got. Has this been your pinnacle year?
3: Um, this year has been. It's been the, the the toughest year, the most challenging year of my life. I I had a job that. I didn't like that I was taking up all my time, and I wasn't making music, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is the opposite of what I'm supposed to be doing, so I left that, moved to Texas, ended up not getting any income for four months, so you can imagine how that's tough, but I just didn't want to settle for anything that I wouldn't be happy with right and um I just bet a lot on myself this year, and it seems like all year you know I've been losing every bet, but now. You know, especially since Jess Benson came out, it seems like everything's turning around. So sometimes it's good to gamble on yourself. And like I said, just hang in there. Like that's the biggest thing hang in there.
2: Right. And now that you're in Texas, you do still consider yourself a Detroit based artist, but. Has moving to, to to Texas given you a different kind of frame of reference or is making music different for you now? What are the differences between the two cities and and where you're at or two, two states,
3: really? Yeah, one of the major differences is just the job opportunities. Um, in Detroit, it's, it's not as easy to get a job as it is in Texas. Like, literally, where I am, you can apply for a job and, and work the next day. Like, people are just looking for people. Because it's one of the fastest growing areas Mm. in in the United States. So my company that I work for, they're building seven new houses every week. And we sell them like it's nothing. And in Detroit, you know, it's old houses. Nobody's really building new because we just have so many old houses vacant. So just off that, it's just a different vibe. And I like that it made me a little bit more well-rounded because there's a lot of oil money out here huge mansions like 20,000 square foot mansions like right down the street and wow. in Detroit you see the opposite of that yeah. so
1: do you think that that is going to impact how you create music like is that going to impact the content or the style or you know lyrics or storylines in in your music now that you have a different experience there in Texas
3: I don't think so because I'm I'm a Detroit artist to the core and I I come back to Detroit any chance I get and my mission is is to help out the city of detroit like i want to help the whole world of course but detroit is my home that's where i'm gonna that's where i'm gonna start so i have a lot of plans for detroit my biggest show that i'm doing next year is in detroit so that's that's where my heart is those are the people i i really resonate with most so that's the type
2: of musical. that's great what else are are you what else are you planning on moving into 2020 where are you taking RIP and, and really what's next for you? You say you have this, this show coming up. When is that?
3: It's um, so on my birthday, March 7th. I decided, funny story. So I did a show a year ago on my birthday, I mean, maybe two years ago. And it was a great turnout and everything was good. And I told my friend, hey, I'm going to double it next year. He was like, what? That's it? And I was like, yeah, you're right. Let's just go all out. So I decided to rent a mansion and make it a fashion show slash rap concert slash master so party. Cool. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's, it, <laughs> the show costs a lot. Like I'm literally maxing out my, my buying power, but I'm like, right. let's just go hard because whatever.
2: <laughs> just going for it. That's fantastic. Yeah, exactly.
1: Very So cool. we'll make sure that we put all of the information associated with uh, how people can participate in that event at the landing page on the website. Right, Mick? That yeah. that people will be able to get to uh, his website, but also learn about that event. Yeah, absolutely. And
2: if it's open, going to the mm-hmm. mansion party. <laughs> sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> so,
3: absolutely. That'd yeah. Be great. And That's it's up and really, really cool. so
2: everybody will be happy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So, you know, kind of talking about maxing out with these ideas and, and really just going for it. I think we're seeing a lot of artists, and what we're hearing a lot, you know, on the show is that really the the, the secret sauce is just pushing yourself into a place that makes you uncomfortable. And I mm-hmm. think that has made a lot of artists, kind of up and coming hip hop artists, take the spot for you know the world's most popular genre. right now, it's trying different things and experimenting and really putting yourself on the line and being out there. So now that hip hop is in the forefront of the scene and it's the most popular genre we have right now how long do you think it's going to to maintain its spot for
3: oh it's, it's going to be around forever you think so because there's always going to be popular waves where it's like you know the all the auto-tune and catchy music and that's that's more of a, a phase i think um but storytelling is never going to go away people have been st- telling stories ever since they could sit around a campfire so that that's not going to go away. And that's the core of hip hop. So yeah, that's going to be around forever.
2: That's fantastic. I wholeheartedly believe that too, is that, that if it comes, it's coming from this place of passion where it does seem it's coming from you, then it's just going to maintain (laughs) and have that staying power. Absolutely, definitely. Really cool, Ronaldo. I know, I'm well, going to
3: we'll, do it forever.
1: <laughs> we want to see and hear more of your music in the Fan Label app and hope that people can find you when they are setting up and signing artists to their fantasy label and uh, hope we can be part of what really gets you on the radar and, and importantly, I think, just gets your life message out there. With the mission that
2: you have, gosh, it would be great if we could be part of the magic for you. Yeah, And, and something I wanted to know, too, really quick, if you could speak on this, Ronaldo, is where do you think you have expressed yourself to the fullest on any of your tracks so far? What do you think is like your penultimate track that you point to and say like, this is a reflection of where I'm at right now. Is it just venting? Is this, is it that release that you were able to kind of capture the essence of what you're going for and like what you're trying to do?
3: I would say definitely just venting because that, you know, I pour my heart into that and I, I still, I have a lot of wordplay, a lot of punchlines, I, I show my talent, but also my passion all on one track. Um, and also my song, It's the Green Button, which is about uh, my upbringing, my brothers, and you know how we were separated and all of that. But those are the two most emotional songs, and I feel like that's more music I'm going to make in the future. It's just tapping into that emotion a little bit more.
2: Is your writing process more driven from things that are, are absolutely current in your life or your, your past and how does that look now that you've moved?
3: Yeah, so it, it's mostly things I'm going through or things that I've been through. Um, but what I am going to do is, since I've, since I've moved, it, it does change things because in Detroit, I used to walk outside and, and see my inspiration. Now I walk outside and I just see fields of just dust and dirt. So mm. <laughs> so you don't really get that outside inspiration. But I'll just tap into more of a... Uh, of, my my emotions, my feelings. What makes me feel happy? What makes me feel sad? Am I making a happy song or a sad song? And then just just go off of memories.
2: Great, and we would love to see you back, uh, getting that inspiration from the city of Detroit at one point, at some point. And we're excited you're going to be back for your show in March. So we'll definitely link that to play the music. And Ronaldo, what would you what would you say the scene is in Detroit and how hip hop kind of is is broken down and diversified?
3: Yeah, it's. It's, oh man, you get some of everything. Um, I would say the main thing is more along the lines of like trap music mm-hmm. or closer to like gangster rap. But with you know, Detroit has its own, that's the the base for it. But a lot of people are trying to make a switch now because what's popular isn't exactly gangster rap right now. So you get a lot of diversity.
2: Yeah, what would you say is, is dominating aside from gangster rap? I
3: would say, I, I would say, the, melodic rap Mm -hmm. so if you can rap with sometimes people don't care what you say they just turn it on when they're in the shower or at the club and they don't care about the lyrics so that's that's what's popping right now
2: something more like kendrick aligned following more of like a interesting rhythmic structure and things like that right melodic like
3: like j cole middle child
2: he still has
3: a lot of substance in it but he does it with the melody so that one just went four times platinum and that's exactly like what is popular right now
2: so do you see yourself kind of aligning with those two and i think we t- we might have talked about this a little bit during the interview are you kind of aligning yourself within more of the melodic structure where do you sit in terms of like your subset of the genre
3: yeah i would say i'm just more a lyricist um mm-hmm. I, I i try to incorporate a more melodic structure when i can but i'm never gonna sacrifice lyrics for it right so i have some songs that have like just no melody straight bars and if you don't like that then you can kick rocks (laughs) right right but i have other songs where you know you can tell that i'm trying to be a little bit more uh hip with the melody but still give you some lyrics so i want to bring this up too uh successful in their eyes your track
2: Mm -hmm. that The end of that track, is that the one that I'm thinking of, like the last 20 seconds are just really, really driving and you're just really going for it? Yep, exactly. Yeah, that's, no, that's that's uh, we gotta we gotta play that.
3: Burdens you buckling both knees, say that you could hurt us and murder us, hope please. I am from the jungle where some of you won't eat. Where they prey upon a sick and the weak, so don't sneeze. If we traded pockets, you probably sell keys. Or if we traded pockets, you probably not breathe. But I'ma do without Your music, you where see. you come
2: from, and, and honestly, where you're heading, it's really good stuff.
3: I appreciate it a lot. I really do. All right, Ronaldo. Okay,
2: Ronaldo, we look forward to hearing you. It's R I P. If you want to hear more R I P, head to fanlabel.com/slash/play the music. Music and check out R.I.P.'s work right on our website. You can hear more, listen to some of these tracks.
3: All right, Jeff,
2: you heard what we were saying with Ronaldo today. We have some really great tracks, and we had a great conversation. And now it's time to yeah for donald join us for our family five this week this, so this is the part everybody loves i know I'm, a really I'm, great I'm, hey i have tracks. to tell you
0: i'm loving it especially because i'm on a roll of about i think six or seven shows now picking yeah. the number one song rich you're fully aware of that aren't you yeah wow.
1: it's, <laughs> it's grinding me man
0: <laughs> all right good that's just the way it should be i like it that way okay uh well more grinding ahead right. uh, for you rich but unless uh, saying who knows hey maybe you'll pull a rabbit out of the hat this week and get back on you i think you were on a roll the first uh, three or four shows and, and had I picked the number one song. strong. You did. And
1: then I started going crazy and taking risks and, and actually picking favorite songs rather than picking strategically. You so. know, I
0: think actually this, this is an opportunity to illustrate a point. Of course, we want various listeners tuning into this show, some of which are serious fan label players, and they right. want to pick up tips on how to play better and how to win and so on. You know, Rich, you really illustrate an important point, I think, and that's this you were staying very disciplined in the beginning when you were picking the songs that you were. You weren't going with the song you necessarily liked the best or the genre that you were most familiar with or gravitated toward. You were disciplined, and you again, these songs are the songs that are going to have the most commercial success, and there's a lot that goes into that, and it may or may not be the song you like the best. Right. And that's <laughs> the discipline. That's the challenge. So just like in fantasy football, you know, you may pick a player that you may not relate to or from a team you may not love, But if that's the best player, that's the player you pick. Exactly. So, Rich, get back to that. that. Get some discipline, man.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll... uh, I'll, Get it together. um, I'll
2: see you on the leaderboards, man. (laughs) All right. Yeah, and you know, today, because we're talking about hip-hop and rap, these are some of the hardest... Well, I've heard from some of our players that the hip-hop and rap contests are some of the hardest to predict because they all kind of level out in a certain stream count, and some of them come in in last second and hop into the number one spot so it is the most divisive genre to pick a track from. So these are, mm-hmm. this, is, this is a pretty hard category without having, going in blind and talking about some of these tracks, going off of the artists alone and looking at the collaborators and seeing who's on the track with them. It, it seems like that is the best way to play but the formula of like, oh, of course, it's going to be the Jonas Brothers or something like that, that's going to be number one. It's kind of thrown out the window when it comes to hip-hop. Everyone is in the same pool. Good point. And it's, it's, it's tricky. There you
0: go. This is going to be tough. So okay, all so right.
2: which, which contest in the app will people be playing so
0: that they can play along with us? Yeah, so this is going to be a hot new music style contest themed for the hip-hop genre. So all the songs will be in that hip-hop rap genre. And the idea here is, again, to pick the song out of the five that we're going to present today as the one that you think will stream the most over the next week. That's the deal, guys, all right? So let's dive right into it. Let's hear some music. How about if we kick it off with a song named Uncle Iroh by Toby Lou. I won't quit. They don't
3: know I'm too legit. And my phone on too busy. I think me and you should dip. I wish you could take a hit. You're the one I want to miss. I went stupid on oh no
0: a Okay, uh, listen guys, that's a cool tune. Uh, this is from a Chicago-based singer, rapper, songwriter. He's originally from Nigeria. Uh, it cites Kanye West and Common as early inspirations. And so that's cool songs. That's song number one. You guys ready for song number two? Let's do it. All yes, right. Sir. This is Usually by Danny Lay, let's hear it. You know, I, I can say guys doing hip hop and rap don't hold back, do they? The guys or gals? I mean, I mean, the, you know, that's just that's their feeling. You know, it's gotta let it fly, right? I mean, it's in the lyrics. It is what it is, expressing themselves genuinely, authentically.
1: Yeah, it is raw and real. And that's part of the new way to tell a story, like we were talking about earlier. So what's the backstory on, on this artist? What this do we is know? A, yeah, this is
0: a singer, dancer, rapper, choreographer. Gotten a lot of attention with her In My Feelings Dance Challenge video, which was based on a Drake song, and it, and it went viral. And I mean, you know, she's she's happening.
2: Yeah, it has the TikTok traction, so yeah. I'm looking at that first and foremost. I'm totally digging her sound, too. I I, I was
1: impressed, so... Uh, uh, Okay, let's continue. Now, song number three, moving right
0: along. The song's called Information by Too Short. Let's take a listen. All right. Okay, now this is a uh, a, a rapper, uh, producer, also an actor. He's been recording music since 1983 or so. Known for being one of the, you know, real pioneering rappers uh, of West Coast hip hop. You guys familiar with that?
3: Yeah. Too Short is a legend.
0: Legend. Too Short's a legend. Mm-hmm. You heard it right from Ronaldo. Why is he a legend?
3: To me, if you can remain relevant in hip hop for 20 years, you're automatically a legend in my eyes. Even mm-hmm. if I don't like your music.
1: That's a good point. I mean,
0: y- y- I don't listen to so much
3: this- Too Short. But
1: that, that's a factor, by the way, strategically, I just want to say the fact that and I've had some success with this strategy in the past. And I'm sorry, I don't I don't mean to you know, guide anyone for one uh, voting for one versus the other here, but I would just say when you kind of crossed over in listening generations, it could be a winner for you. And it has been a winner for me in the past when I've uh, had options like that. So just a, just a note. Okay, that's a good point, Rich. Now, um, moving on to song number four,
0: it's called Go Far. The The artists behind this particular song, DP Beats and Wiz Khalifa. Now, God, those, l- listen to those names. That's incredible. I mean, that gets your attention. Let's hear the song. Yeah, we can
3: go far, yeah. We can-
2: go far yeah tired that them lames want to kick it with a star yeah we can go far yeah we can okay. go far yeah. yeah it's got wisdom this track so uh, this now my attention has been turned back to uh, uh his year his 2019 and back to this track so this is this is what's up in my mind so far I know I'm not allowed to make predictions yet but it's, I'm thinking about this track. Are you familiar
0: with Wiz's music? Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. That's and cool. and same with you, uh, Charlie Puth who...
0: Yeah, of course Charlie uh, Puth. Yeah. You like the genre? You listen to it? Like if you're
2: Yeah, you know, yeah. And like when? When do you find yourself listening to this? When do you put it on? So I was excited to talk to Ronaldo too because I think they're in Detroit Specifically, you do have like a really, really wide palette for hip hop and it yeah. comes in these different pools and different scenes and it's there's a lot to listen to. Yeah. And um, and I think there's like there's like the underground styles, which I think I, I'm more aligned with. I think, you know, like Choker, up and coming artist who just moved to L.A. And then Ronaldo is an entirely uh, different subs- subset of that genre, which is super, super solid. So our song number five is Split
0: by Wi-Fi's Funeral. Let's hear it. All right. So there's our five. This is a uh, rapper, songwriter from uh, Florida rap scene. He wrote his first rap at six years old. Um, knew he wanted to be a rapper. Making it happen, right, Ronaldo? That's right. OK, That's the key. so look, those are our five songs, guys. Now, our job is to put our ear to work, put our sensibilities about the music business and what should emerge and why and, you know, which song should break out the most and have the most commercial success. Let's start with, hmm, let's start with our let's start with Mick. Yeah, Rich. I have to say, Mark's Mark's in the producing studio, looking through, there saying, "Go with Rich first. Go with Rich. Make him go on record. Right, man. You are just okay. No, we're gonna we're gonna. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna go with Rich last. We're gonna give him a shot oh, okay. to uh,
2: jump in last. Let's let's to redeem himself. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly, okay. Mick.
2: Uh, yeah, no, I, no, I'm I'm thrown off now. Um, oh man, I don't know. You I, know, I'm, first
0: of all, it's good that you're having. you struggling. I
2: mean, it means the music's good and the choices yeah. are good, and it's a tough decision. Um. So I've heard usually before a few times, and I think it just is because it's like a, it's, I don't want to say it's a viral track, but I do think that she has that Mm. uh, TikTok audience. Behind her. So, so you're going exactly where I'm going. I have to tell you. Yeah, yeah. You're going with usually. Yeah, I'm going with usually. That's interesting. Usually, Danny Lay. Yeah,
0: um, I'm I am too. Uh, no. Sorry. Oh, oh, Rich is going there too. Well, that's okay. Rich, I was going to give you the advantage of Ronaldo jumping in and going on the record. Ronaldo isn't going with Danny Lay. I just know it. He's got he's got his sights on something else. That's right. <laughs> what do you got, Ronaldo?
3: I am going to, oh, man. I'm, 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 I'm split between two. Uh, I'm split between the two short track and the the final one um that one split. has more of the sound yeah. that's popular right now but too short he does he has the audience and they're mm. loyal they're super loyal that's but huge i don't know if they factor. stream they might still buy cd's right <laughs> <Yeah>. right exactly <laughs> yeah. so, so because of that i'll i'll go with that last track so last track split,
2: split. Okay.
3: <laughs>
2: Wi-Fi funeral. Okay. So I got to ask you, uh, Ronaldo, why do you think we're sound? Do you think we're, we're, we're thinking along the right lines for picking the most popular song by picking a, uh, Anyway, or yeah, or, or, what is your th- or, or is, you the logic, is the logic? Is the logic because sound because obviously he didn't pick it, but right. Uh, it's the logic sound. Yeah.
0: In, I don't want to the, go out. I, and I, say, I didn't why go for didn't it for the, the same that? reason, and I have to tell you, right? I'm not that familiar with hip hop, sure. Uh, you know, I appreciate it certainly. Uh, cool art, mm-hmm. but uh, I went with it because I actually, in this case, because I really liked it yeah. the most, uh,
3: yeah.
0: I thought it sounded most pop, you know, sound
3: logic because if you it all comes down when streaming. It all comes down to who's online. Right. And TikTok is really popular, and a lot of, I mean, that's a younger crowd. They're gonna stream all day long. They don't have to go to work and come back and do the dishes and all that. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was. Yes,
0: my we- my fourteen year old daughter's made that perfectly clear. <laughs> don't bother me doing the dishes, Dad. I'm I'm doing TikTok.
2: <laughs>
3: <Jeez>. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Man so yeah it was between usually and, and go far would be my number two but it's interesting that you're talking about wi-fi's funeral for your pick so
0: that that might be uh, well mix don't, don't start covering yourself no you, no yeah you're in man you're yeah, in yeah. it no, unusually right, that's your song yeah yeah i'm just gonna uh, edit this together See, he put it my... put in that he was going with go far on number two just in case that snuck in there <laughs> my mix, i told you that one was gonna right yeah 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 <laughs> yeah you're in you're on the record all right guys really cool it's great music Hey, that interview was incredible. Ronaldo, every now and then, we get an interesting interview, but more than that, and you guys, Mick and Rich, you guys did a great job on in the interview. More than that, what comes out of an interview like that is much more than something about the music business. It's you know about humanity, about the person, the quality of the human being, the quality of the character. Yeah. And man, Ronaldo, if anybody deserves great success, it's you. Yeah. And, and
3: Wow, I appreciate that.
0: Just don't beat, Ronaldo, no, just don't beat us in the... Fan Label 5 contest, <laughs> though, as long as, long, as long as you steer clear. We, we.
3: One thing I wanted to do also, I hate ties. So anytime I thought you would choose a track, I was okay. like, I got to choose something gotcha. different. So yeah. that is just pride kicking in where logic should probably override. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And hey, I want to say right thank
2: on. you, too. You know, in this genre and scene, it's really, really cool to see, kind of piggybacking up what Jeff said, living by a mantra that follows, you know, kind of the, the, the chase after it, see what happens. You have this period of time between, you know, living and dying oh. to just go for it. So, you know, throwing the, the pride out the window and, and, and just, you know, diving in head first, you don't see that too often. So it's really cool to have a guest who, who fully embraces that. It so is thanks indeed. so much for, for sharing that and coming onto the show.
0: Alright, Ronaldo, thanks so much for being on Play the Music. We're going to be following you closely.
3: Alright, sounds good. All thanks a lot, you Enjoy the rest of your day and uh, Merry Christmas and hey. all that stuff. You yes. better
0: believe it. Merry Christmas. Right is right. Happy right Holidays. Right and, uh, moving right along now, let's the three of us take a look at how we did last week on okay. the Fan Label 5. You know, Rich did not participate in last week's Fan Label 5, so Rich will ask yeah. you to sit on the sidelines for, for this one. Just take a listen. Mick, you and I were participants. We did go on the record and pick songs, as was Gary Trust, who, I mean, man, talk about someone who understands what it means to have a hot song and how you put that in context. This uh, Gary is the senior director of the Billboard Hot 100. He's got, I don't know, five or six other titles at Billboard as it relates to the chart program there. Guy's amazing. He knows the stuff. And speaking of knowing stuff, Courtney Smith, who's the editor and music critic at Refinery29, also joined us uh, wow.
2: the last show and, and also did some picking in the Fan Level Five. Right. It, it, Gary and Courtney were both like these wise gurus of the industry that made me anxious about picking songs for yeah so, or uh, with. So, <laughs> so let's, there you go, right? A little bit we, nerve-wracking.
0: We, it was nerve-wracking. But uh, let's, let's review the songs really quickly, if we can. The first song was Like It's Christmas, Jonas Brothers. Yeah, incredible. You know, the thing about the Jonas Brothers, we talked about this. Yeah, I mean, You can almost just, like, put the Jonas Brothers
2: on anything. It can be anything, right. Yep. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Put them uh, on a the fridge. Machine. You have a hot-selling fridge. Hit machine. And it's, uh, this song in particular has haunted me after we did the last episode because I hear it everywhere I go. Yes, there you yeah. go. Uh, and well, you that, store them hey, in.
0: That might be indicative of yeah, something yeah. relevant here. Let's
2: see. Yes, indeed. Have
0: Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Maddie and Tay. That was the second song that we had in the Fan Label Five. This is the
2: country one, right? It is indeed. Yep.
1: Make the
0: song number three was A Hand for Mrs. Claus, Adina Menzel, and Ariana Grande. Very
2: draining, pulling off a Christmas.
0: Nick, you and I really took to this song. I mean, we just liked it now. Yeah, and it was the Frozen thing that we were talking about. It was the Frozen thing, and, you know, uh, it's got that jazzy pop sound. It's a song we like, but again, our job is to pick the one that has the most commercial success. Right. Song number four was Holiday Ish The Regrets, featuring Dylan Mignette. Kind of an alternative punk kind of yep. thing. Song number five, Christmas All Over Again, Puss in Boots. I'm to A little bit of country in here. Nora Jones. Yes. Be yeah, be Nora Jones. Man. Man, man. Okay. All right, so, and with no further ado, here we are. Song number one, Far and Away, blew away the competition. Mick, you picked it. I did. You picked it. Yes. So did I and so did Gary Truss. The song is like it's Christmas Jonas Brothers at 1.5 million streams. Incredible. We know. it. I mean it's just, it's obvious.
2: It had to I mean, it had right. to be this way. And Jonas like I'm Brothers. saying it is it has been uh, absolutely no surprise considering the radio play that this has gotten and that's indicative of something that's probably streaming well. Yeah. And yeah, this was interesting that we on the last episode in case you're just joining in for this episode so far on the last episode of Play the Music, we got a chance to talk about with Courtney a little bit about the story behind this track and how it came to be for the holidays and that was kind of interesting to see from a production standpoint their thought process going in okay we need another hit for the holidays but in general and just another jonas brothers hit that's going to reach you know number 1 according yep. to nick jonas's uh, yep. aspirations so this was the result of that very very interesting and also very predictable so if Rich was on, he definitely wouldn't have picked this That's one. exactly right. That's the
0: song Rich wouldn't have picked. But you right. and I and Gary Trust did, right. so that was, that was a winner. Uh, have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas now the, by Maddie and Tay. The interesting thing here is that it's about a 15th of the streams of the Jonas Brothers song, that right. g- getting 113,000 streams. So a great number. Just look at the, just look the at difference. That. Right, right. And it's that's
2: incredible. unbelievable. And, and these if you're going to all...
0: be in the music business, sign the Jonas Brothers, man, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, sign the Jonas Brothers. There right. you go. Uh, song number three, A Hand for Mrs. Claus, 70,000 streams. Uh, Courtney Smith, editor, music critic at Refinery29, she went on the record and made that pick pick that song. It's a good pick. Number 3, not yeah, I'm bad. Surprised She's a first by this timer. Hey. I would
2: have guessed it at number 2, be, yeah. just because of the sheer volume of people probably tuning into right. the album for the holidays, especially coming off of Frozen 2 like we talked about. For sure. Idina Menzel regardless just put out a really solid record, so it's I am I am shocked. Yeah, I
0: get that. That's, that makes good sense. Now, yep. again, remember one of the little tricks here is that, you know, it's for the period of time in which the contest is going on. So sometimes songs come out a little faster and harder and depending on where they are in their trajectory, it's part of the research you have to do. If you're going right. to be a song picker, if you're going to play fan label, you're going to win. Yep. Got to know your business. All right. Song number four, Holidayish, the regrets and Dylan Mignette that had 11,000 streams and song number five, Christmas all over again, Puss in boots. Hey, Seven hundred and thirty-three streams over the contest period. That's yeah. tough. It's a
2: bummer too, because I would I would have picked Puss in Boots if yeah. I was just like what I would like to listen to. My no. taste. Is that says that something kind of, about
0: your taste, man. Yeah,
2: the right. jazzier right. alt alt country, maybe a little bit. That's the uh, where it falls under. But really, yeah. it's just because of my uh, long term love of Nora Jones. So well, I can't beat that. There it is. That's How can you argue with I'm that? To. All right, so
0: there you have it. That's last week's results. Mick, we're running pretty. Neck and neck, aren't
2: we? Yeah, we've been doing pretty good. I, I, th- I, think, I we're, think we're we are the are. same we're I think here. we're, yeah, we're, it's pretty competitive. I'm waiting for us to switch it up and see, uh, you know, I'm going to go on the records at some point in time and do something completely different, and we'll, we'll see. Be uh, careful there. Yeah, be careful you know? there. That's
0: when Rich got himself in all yeah, that of Yeah, getting a little bit cocky. All right. Well, listen, there you have it. Great interview today. Amazing hearing about what Ronaldo's up to, uh, his career, his budding career, and where he's headed and how, and all that great stuff. And then uh, great songs on the Fan Label 5, the hip-hop selections that we had to pick from today. Always oh, great. Uh, uh, that was fun and hearing about last week's contest. So there you have it. Big wrap-up. Before we go,
2: anything we need to be watching for in yeah. fan label? So, you know, I was talking about the last episode that we had the Marketplace update rolling out, which is great news, and we had some changes made to it. We had new items in the Marketplace. And in this next update that we're going to be launching sometime next week, we are adding even more Marketplace updates, and we're uh, changing the way that your label looks. We're setting the ground for customization to come in the future. So what you're going to be seeing is new ways to keep track of the contests and challenges that you've participated in. So you can see how much time is remaining, how you're doing, how you're charting within the contests and challenges that you've played. That includes the challenges, quick picks, and any draft picks that you've made. And you can see how much time is left. And jump in and uh, swap those picks out too if you want to spend a draft pass. But really what we're trying to do is allow users to keep track of how they're playing and give a great snapshot of what they're looking at and how they participated and how they can do better in the future so they can earn the most royalties possible. So you're going to be seeing a lot of changes. Oh, and I can't forget about this too. One big thing that we're adding, which is indicative of more things to come, which is very exciting for us. You're going to be able to follow and follow other people and get followers now. So other people, your friends can keep track of how you've been playing. You can follow their profile or their label and see how they've been trending on the, the feed. So keep track of your friends. We can keep track of how, you know, you're doing, I can watch your, your picks. I can see how rich is doing any one of your friends setting the, the groundwork, as we're saying, these little incremental updates leading to bigger things. What we have coming up leagues leagues will be very exciting. You know what? It's like Christmas. It is. Open up your
0: fan label app yeah. and there's new features. It's a little present. For, for me it's like Christmas. It can't happen fast enough. Yeah. You know, all these new features, it's such exciting stuff. We've got a roadmap. All these things are mapped out. Yep. Every day we're pushing you as hard as we can and you and the team yeah, absolutely. to get these features yeah, out and uh really fun stuff. It's great. Hey, speaking of Christmas, well it is indeed the season. It is the season. Merry Christmas, Mick. Merry what, Christmas, a, Jeff. what an amazing year for me and Rich to have uh Met you, brought yeah. you on the team, worked together, had this vision, put it, made it a reality together. It's been really thrilling. And, Working yeah. with
2: you is thrilling. I'll tell you that right now. Thank you both as well. I was actually I get a I got a time hop notification that I was in the office uh, for the first time like a year ago on Friday of last week. Amazing. So that's crazy. In a, in a, is that in when less, we first met. That was when we first yeah Incredible. we ended up first meeting. So I remember been,
0: I remember you came in for the uh, interview. Yeah. We were talking, presented you with the vision. Of course, you already know what product you're going to be talking about. Yeah. You got about five minutes into your presentation to me, right. if you will, what you're all about, and I interrupted you at that point. And I said, you are the guy. I That's mean, awesome. I just didn't even need to hear any more. That's You're great. the guy. Yeah, well, uh, I feel the same about so, you guys, yeah, the team, yeah. fan label. We've, we've really had team. something
2: special here. And you know what? It also is about the audience that we've accumulated in about the year period that this has been rolling, right? Like, in, since we've launched in May, we have a ton of new players who are dedicated to fan label and watching it grow. So it is as much owed to them of in this year as it yeah. is to what's going into 2020. Is is really we can't thank our users enough so far. So we're really appreciative of them, and we can't wait to uh, to you know take their feedback and take their suggestions and listen to them, yeah. and also present them with new stuff like it's Christmas and uh, new presents for. For our players.
0: There we go. And I think on that note, let's take it out. Hey, how about a little Mariah Carey's <laughs> All I Want for yeah, Christmas? No. After 25 years, now the new number one song. After 25 years. This song yeah. is the song that took the longest to make it to number one in music history. Really? Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Let's take it away. Hey, you have great happy holidays out there to everybody. Merry Christmas. Before we sign off, we want to thank our production team, Kara Oblenis, Kristen Kajawa, Andrea Garcia, Damon Nalamathu, Ryan Oblenis, and our engineer, Mark Pastoria. Download the Fan Label app from the Apple Store or the Google Play Store and play Fan Label today. Hey, Rich, I'll see you next week. See you on the leaderboards.